Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with Sam Thompson and his best, I love the way it's like, and his best friend. The podcast with Pete Wicks and his best ever pal. Brother in arms, blood brother. We had a blood pact recently, actually. That's absolutely false. Sam, you start these things. Robert DeCourcy Thompson. You done? I am. Excellent. As always, I will be swearing. So if you don't like it, go yourself. Um, I'm not drinking at the minute. Well, ish. I'm sort of not. Well, not currently drinking, but I, you know, there are beers here, and I may <laughs> partake. Um, depending on how much Sam annoys me. Probably quite a lot, to be fair. Now, before we get started, you can catch us on YouTube every single Friday, as well as the audio record, which goes out every single Monday, and catch us on socials, at Staying Relevant on TikTok and Instagram for all the clips. Now, we are joined by a guest today, and this guest, I had to pull in a favour, actually. I had to to DM her. I really wanted her on. She said that she's not going to do any more podcasts. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really like having Love Islanders on. However, um, I've known Katie for a long time and I love her. And she also did Towie. Yeah. <laughs> Katie McDermott, everybody. Welcome to the pop. Can I just start by saying, Katie, I understand why you're saying, like, I don't want to do any more, like, any more podcasts. And we're going to get into that. Mm. So thank you for, for being here. We are your, your friends. We've known you for years anyway. And we get more listens than all the other ones you did anyway. So When I got the DM, I was like, Oh shit, I'm gonna have to do it. I was like, it's Sam's DMing me. I was like, I've got to do this podcast. Here we go, baby. All the other podcasts, literally, like, there's like seven. I've just cancelled them all. Why have you cancelled them? Because I don't care enough about this situation <laughs> anymore. Like, I don't. I've done three podcasts, including the Love Island one, mm. and it just people think I'm talking too much. And I'm like, I just can't be bothered. So, for the listener, just and, and Pete, because Pete doesn't watch Love Island, so we've got to take, we've got to walk him through it, right? Oh, but hold him by the hand. <laughs> Katie's come out of, of Love Island. Um, she did a really, really good job in there. You were there for a long time. You were the bombshell. And she, everyone does like the media rounds, don't they, when they come out of a show, Pete? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Everyone comes out and they do what, like, the. They do the, the official podcast and they go and do their own stuff. Katie's not really said much bad, but you've obviously received quite a bit of backlash from the Islanders who are still in the island. Mm. Now they've come out. Yeah. I find that mental. Do you know what it is? Everyone's like, Katie's talking too much. I'm like, but you're meant to talk on a podcast. I'm confused. Like, yeah, it'd be a pretty dull podcast. I mean, it's pretty, fucking pretty good, dull. It? I think, I don't know why people are shocked because even in the villa, like I've known for just saying what I thought. Whether it's true or not, it's just my opinions. And I don't know why people are getting so, like they're so shocked. I'm like, yeah. it's me. Let's start at the beginning. You went back in Love Island, right? No one knew. I was absolutely shocked <laughs> when you went back in. Pete was shocked as well, even though he's never watched it. <laughs> I was just, oh, yeah, I was just, oh, Katie's gone doing? back in Love Island. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. We've known you for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I, I always thought that if you went back in, you'd be amazing. Why is it that you went back in? What was like the thing you were like, yeah, go on then? So I originally got asked last year to go back Did in. Did you? Yeah, instead of Adam Collard. But two days before, they called me up and said, we basically need a bombshell, like with how it's going. We need a boy one, not a girl. So I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. So I wasn't like massively shocked when they asked me again this year. Um, and I, do you know what? A part of me was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I was, I was still 50-50 from the moment I walked into the villa. Really? I was like, what am I doing? But with me, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like in 10 years time. Oh, I wish I'd done yeah, that. Yeah. I'd rather have been like, oh shit. I did that. Yeah, but nothing wrong, mate. No no regrets, you know? And I'm 28 this year. I think this is kind of like my last time to do it. And I, got, I was quite honoured. They were like, when they called me back, like the big dogs of Love Island, they were like, we only want you. We don't want anyone else. Yeah. Like, you're the only girl we've asked from all the series. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I just thought, why not? 
but why the fuck did you do it? <laughs> you know what? Even to this day, I'm like, what? Like, I, I went into that villa still not sure if I wanted to do it. I only had four day notice from mm. getting the call to walking back in the villa. So it was kind of like a whirlwind. If I had more to sit on it, maybe not. No, but... I think it was the right decision. Why not? Why not, mate? You got Why to do not? Everyone would love, to, I'd love to do the Love Island experience. Obviously, I've got a girlfriend. I yeah. wouldn't now, but like, it, what, it's like the biggest show in the UK. Yeah, did Zara like her experience? Uh, Zara's Zara didn't speak when she yeah. was on it. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her experience was a lot different to yours. She uh, <laughs> she went in for, I think, a week and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got booted out. And then um, one of the one of the producers on Love Island said, and we told this story when she came on the pod, actually, they uh, said that she didn't speak for the first, like, 12 hours. Oh, and they were worried about her. They oh, were worried about she anything. So, obviously, when, was, when did you do it the first time? How long ago? 2016, so seven years ago. Seven years ago. So that was that was when Love Island was good, wasn't it? I look, I work on it. Well, that that, that was the great. peak days. Weren't you in like the fucking peak series? Oh yeah, Katie yeah, was in smoke. It wasn't set up as yeah. much. You could literally do what you want. So for yeah. Reason. So has it changed your experience from the first time to this time? Yeah. For the better or for the worse, based on being in there. Um, I didn't enjoy this season as much as season two. Do you, is that because of the people? Because, it, it, like, for me... Maybe. A little bit. I lo Season two, like, I can't... Like, the people in there. Like, even season... Um, so I was coupled up with Scott, Liv and Alex Bowen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 How amazing are they yeah, all? Yeah. So basically, yeah, they, they're like the icon people of Love Island. You've gone and done a proper proper one with people that are still very relevant, same as everyone knows who you are from series two, mm. whereas this lot, they, no one will know who they are when the next series comes out. Why do you think you managed to stay relevant from series two to where we are now. And this is why we wanted you on the pod as well, because you have you've done a stretch, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've managed you've to You've made in... a career out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is 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 difficult because it's so saturated now, reality TV. And the type of people that I think did Love Island when it began, like series one, series two, series three, all them sort of people, they it was a brand new thing that no one really knew what yeah. the fuck See, was. See, this on. is the nail so on the they head. went in quite authentic, we, yeah, thinking, fuck me, we don't know what's gonna happen. Whereas now everyone's just coming out to try and get their their what is it, boo and all that crap, and just trying to be an interesting person. Like, what's that fucking geezer? Mitch, Mitch, or Scott. So, it could have been Scott. I don't know, Mitch or Scott. Who who have obviously seen the show before and then decided that's the character Oh, no, Mitch, Mitch said on the live the other day <coughs> that he's never watched Love Island. I was like, Mitch, Shut come up. on. But someone, <laughs> but I, someone from ITV I know said that he'd flown out to do another series and then didn't actually go in. That's true. Has also applied to do something on Channel 4, Married at First Sight. Shut up. And he's basically just desperate to be on TV. Yeah, and he applied for Big Brother. <laughs> I can see that Facts. so bad. Do you know what? I Apparently actually... I'm the liar. This is the thing, and Pete, I think you'll probably agree, and Kate, I think you'll probably agree, and I think you even said it. I don't care. No, it's I'm no, not bothered. I don't care. Just, do you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, we're all trying to make our way and do our own mm. thing. It's not a problem. No. Like and, and and so if you just sat there and go, yeah, massive fan. Of, do you know who I loved last season? You won't know this, people. Last season on the winter one, there's a girl called Sammy, and she came in as a bombshell. And she on her bombshell take, she went, oh, I've loved Love Island for about five years. I can't believe I actually get to do the experience. Yeah. I thought that was so wholesome and lovely. Yeah. I think that's the thing is when you do these sort of shows, and especially now because it's so saturated reality TV, and there's been a million shows, and yeah. like back when we all started doing reality. TV. TV, 
no one really knew what the fun they were doing and that you could make a career mm. out of it. Whereas mm. now everyone just assumes that it's a career and that you can make something out of it and you can have a better way of life and you get to do some amazing things, which is so true. But it's not embarrassing to say that. Why would you not want to do that, to have that experience? We're all so blessed to do some of the shit that we do yeah. that actually going, yeah, I, I came in here because I fucking love the show and I want to be on TV and I want to do that. Say that then. But to pretend that you don't and you just went for the experience. See, I, didn't that, really, yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't yeah. really know what I was doing. Shut up, you fucking idiot. He even Villa, especially with Mitch, he he even told us all that he flew out for the winter one. He was out there for two weeks and they didn't want him, so they flew him back. Like, he even said that. So I don't get why, like, now he's denying it. But season two, the people were just so different. Like, we all want, went on there, thought we'd maybe get, like, some free clothes after. Yeah, see, this is the thing. But the fact that, like, that's why I don't care what people think about me. Like, I'm so humble. And the mm. fact that I can still do what I can do seven years on, like... I'm so grateful and that's why I think people from series two and one and three are do do well still because no one expected their life to change see, from it. See, Katie, you're, you're preaching to the choir. When, when, I feel like when Main Chelsea and when Love Island and Towie first started, I remember when I did Main Chelsea, I was 20 years old. I'd just come from being a bartender, right? Mm -hmm. And my sister was already on it. Didn't need to I loved because... Main and Chelsea then, by the way. Mate, Biggest super fan ever. That I'm, is my favourite reality show Same, ever. to be honest, I'm still Main watching Chelsea. it. I love it. I mean, it's really it, good. I'm going to be honest with you, you're talking to like a fucking Towie veteran and you were on Towie. For like so half what, a season. I, I don't care if it was half a season, KD. <laughs> all right? Know where your fucking loyalties lie, girl. But... Do you know what? I loved Howie as well, but main Chelsea, I'm sorry. Fucking They're right. just a different type of they people. They are different type of shit. Do you know what, though? It's, it, but back then... It was you genuinely just thought you were going to get a job afterwards. You're like, oh, I'm in my early 20s. I'm going to go and enjoy myself for a little bit yeah. and then I'll go and think about life afterwards, mm -hmm. right? You didn't see like a career path. No. There were no doors open in front of you. There's no social media or anything like that. So I feel like when you first do things like Love Island, the people are so much authentic because you're like, I'm just going to be my unfiltered self because I know afterwards I'm just going to go and just like go back into what I used to do anyway. Yeah. And now what Pete said so right. Okay, there's a guy called Scott, right? And I rate him for doing this, by the way, but Katie walks in. And he goes, it's Katie McDermott. It's Katie McDermott. <laughs> and so he knew exactly who the fuck she was. Everyone knew who the fuck she was. And you know, there's always that one person who tries to be cool being like, I don't know who that is. Mm. Not a clue. And it's like, of course you fucking do. Just own it. But I think that's a problem though, isn't it? Like with reality TV is everyone wants to be the latest version of someone that's been before. Mm. So everyone wants to be the new Joey Essex or everyone wants to be the new fucking Katie or the new Megan McKenna or the new Vicky Patterson or all the old school people. They, yeah. they, they watch these kind of shows see it and then think, well, if I do that, then I'll be as successful as that. And actually, what people don't do on reality TV now is just be themselves. And that's the only way that you're going to get any longevity is to be yourself regardless. Yeah. People either like it or they don't. It doesn't work out for some people and it works out for others. But by trying to be something you're not, that curtain's going to fall and people will eventually see that you're not the person you're trying to be. That's why you've got to be humble and a nice person when you come out because everyone's replaceable. <laughs> Just, let's just dive into it then quickly because you came out and you did these these podcasts you did three podcasts you said things which I think most people say to be honest on, on these kind of things you said you know oh, I think that person's got a game plan by the way there's no problem having a fucking game plan like, I'd probably go in with a game plan why do you think there's so much annoyance or an anger about what you've from the islanders that have come out from what you've said I think it's because with me like if someone asks me a question, by the way, I'm not just like randomly saying this. I think the people are forgetting like I'm on a podcast. I'm getting asked the questions. Yeah. I'm not just speaking about these people. Like these people aren't actually in my day-to-day -day life. I've got yeah. my friends, I've got my family, I've got my yeah. work life. So when I'm getting asked questions, just because it's my opinion doesn't mean it's right. Like that's what I think. If I think someone's playing a game, then that's my opinion. It might be wrong, but like that I always answer truthfully and people are getting annoyed because I'm not sitting on the fence. But I, I think that's probably... 
having been in the industry for quite a while, that's a fairly obvious thing. Like we say things on this podcast. I don't know any of these people. Like I've not met any of them and I'm sure they're all really nice people. But from what I've seen, I can say if I think someone's a bit of a knobhead and I'm sure that will change if I meet them. Yeah. And, but I, if someone says to me, why have you said that? I'll say, well, because I saw something and I thought you were a knobhead. Yeah. It's really quite simple. <laughs> but also when you do podcasts and you do things, if you just sit there and say everyone's lovely and sit on the fence, it's really quite boring. The whole point mm. of being on TV and having a bit of a personality and charisma is that you say what you think and you say what you feel at the time. Mm. And that's why people do well. When people don't do that, they get forgotten. Thing is, I've never I mean? said I don't like anyone either. See, that's never, what I was going to say. It's not personal, is it? It's not personal. If someone says, oh, who was the messiest to live with? I said Scott because he never made his bed and he was all this stuff. Like, it's nothing personal. Like, I don't not like anyone. I'm not saying this person's a horrible person. It's just I'm answering questions and that's my opinion. Lump it or leave it. I heard that Scott clicked at producers. And he had a bit of an attitude in Clicked there. at producers. Yeah, like... Clicked. Clicked, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So him and Mehdi um, at lunchtime, the food wasn't the best, okay? It wasn't, yeah. but like we got fed and it was it was good. We had lunch and dinner made for us every day and it, it was fine. It done the job. He basically um, kicked off one day and Mehdi lost his shit at him and went like, pushed his plate and was like, this food is shit. Like, there's no protein. Like, where's the food? And Mehdi, like, lost his shit and said, you were so ungrateful. Like, it was a big, big argument. Yeah. He just basically, again, I like Scott, but he just had some bad manners. Yeah. And that's fact. On Whenever I do a show, shows. I always get on better with the camera guys and the people that work behind the scenes than I do the fucking cast because they're, they're just themselves. So, so did I. And I said this because when I was on season two, the runners and the cast they're people, now producers. they're now the exec. Yeah. And there's a reason why I got the phone call back because I got on with everyone. I remembered all the runners names I follow them all I gave them all the time of day and like seven years ago the runners are now the execs and I even said that to all the like the cast I said to everyone in there like you need to be nice and remember everyone's name yeah. if you want to stay in this industry you need to remember the runners names yeah. well, the people at the bottom that's not even just an industry I think that's you just, just a life nice. thing yeah. that's it's what just, I mean just be nice isn't it he bantered like... a lot he was like I'm the um, na nation sweetheart do you know what, but do you and know what, I was like oh that's, that's, that's where <laughs> I sit there and go mate that's all well and good but yeah. you can't come out now and bearing in mind like you know I just saw I did a bit of research before this, Pete. And like, I think you did like a thing being like, everyone's got my name in their mouth. Like he's like calling him a fucking Gregor. And he's like, get my name out your fucking mouth. I obviously, I don't watch Love Island. Obviously I know you and I love you. There was an awful lot of headlines about things that you've said, but I then watched some of the clips and you've not actually really slagged anyone off. That's what you've yeah. done is just said what you think. And I think the problem is now, especially with the people that are on it now or the people that have just start in this kind of industry, is that they don't understand that you have a roller coaster whenever you do this shit. People are going to slag you off left, right and centre. If they think they're going to be loved all the time by... When they get out and they get their Instagrams and they're going to get start getting fucking horrendous DMs from people and people slagging them off and doing things wrong, but that's part and parcel of what it is and you have to have quite a thick skin to do that. You've not actually slagged anyone off and you're mm. getting an awful lot of shit. I'm getting death threats. But why? Morning. No, you're not. Yeah. But I'm why? Death every, I'm getting... To be fair, I've got... A, good following and a lot of people really nice and they back me like anyone like, with it's a brain so knows I'm not being industry. mean I'm getting told to, um, to have cancer don't to come to Yorkshire because I'm going to get bottled yeah I'm getting who lives so in Yorkshire much. don't know just randomers like don't come Scott. to Yorkshire I'm like I'm not going to come to Yorkshire anyway <laughs> who lives in Yorkshire <laughs> oh I well, know oh maybe it's Mitch Mitch, Mitch yeah, I'm getting a lot you know Molly's Doncaster I know that 
It's ridiculous. And I'm like, if you actually watch the, don't just read the headlines, like watch the podcast. Like there's the Sun put a headline the other day. It said, Katie said Whitney and Lockin aren't going to last because they're the new Amber, Amber and Greg, and they only lasted a week. And I went, I never said they're going to last a week. I said, Amber and Greg only lasted a week. So they're twisting yeah, everything yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but that's the press. That's, that's the press. And that's, that's part and parcel. You, like, if you're going to have opinions, they're going to be twisted and they're oh, going to yeah. be. But what people need to understand is that, like, it isn't ever personal. Never. And like, I say so many rogue things. Fuck me, we've got a whole vault on this. Fucking we do, we actually have a vault. But the point of that is, that's just my opinion. And, like, if I met these people, they'd probably be really nice yeah. and it would change my opinion. But when you watch something, you make it, you make an opinion based on what's edited and that's what an audience does. So people that are sending you death threats and all that, they're just doing that based on the press and what's edited and all the rest of it. You actually live with these people. So if anyone is going to have a better opinion on what they are and who they are, it's going to be you because you fucking know them. Exactly. So everyone worrying about, I can't believe they're saying this about this person, this person. You fucking know them and live with them. Fucking Dave in Doncaster hasn't lived with the fucking prick for however long, so has got no right to say fuck all. That's Do you know? What people keep saying they keep saying that's not true, and I'm like, you weren't there, Dave from Doncaster. You, you don't know, there. man. Like, you weren't there. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I'm not is a liar. Like I don't lie, and when people are saying like I, I'm lying, it's like, oh my god, roll the tape. But I saw that Mitch. Thing, but he did like a live conversation. Yeah, he did oh, a live I've with, you. with you. I watched this. Uzi. I enjoyed that. I couldn't believe. Wait, what live? No, he did like a live with you. You were there. He and Uzi was with you in a car. And no, he Leah. Was... Yeah, he was Leah. Sorry, this, Leah. Sorry, this was last night. So I said to Leah because I. This is last by night. The way, can I talk about like I don't do lives. They're all doing lives, which is like cool stuff like that. And then we went to an event last night, me and Leah, and Leah went on the live, and I thought, oh my god, I'm not really going to get in it. Anyway, she adds Mitch to it, and I'm like, Leah, why are you trying to set me up? And then obviously, like Mitch. Like started just saying, oh, you said this, you said this. I went, I was literally with you three days ago, and you were like loving me, like all like being like my best mate. And then now you're you seeing the press, and he's and now like... he's like, and, it, and apparently I'm the clout chaser. I'm like, make it make sense. Yeah, like, yeah. It's mad. That first of all awkward conversation that because yeah. I knew, I could see your face being Rachel like, watch. even I watched it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was. I I've got to say, and I look at this, and this is just my opinion. This is you know, I I genuinely believe that a lot of these people. So you see Mitch, I loved Mitch in the villa. Yeah. I think he was great. But you look at them on these lives, and the hunger, you see the fucking the desire in the eyes, the like the it's so. He's like, I'm I'm gonna do my podcast, <laughs> and they love chaos. Mm -hmm. So like for example, Pete just sat there and went and went. Oh, I loved watching it. It's entertainment. Yeah. What they don't understand is they. they not real life. It's not real life. No. But but what Mitch is doing there is he's 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 pantomime playing up to it because he needs the views and he needs the people to like be like, oh my god, we love Mitch, so he can hang around for a bit longer. The problem is it's the detriment to people's mental health. And that's what I don't like. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that you say do your podcast and do your own thing. Yeah. But it's the I'm gonna say stuff and I'm gonna go on the I'm podcast. Like, cool, bro. the show everyone was chatting shit and saying stuff all the time like all the time about people and and people calling me two-faced I was like I'm a lot of things but one thing I'm not is two-faced and a liar but like when I come out the show and ask questions everyone's mad I'm like you all chatted shit yeah. in the villa like you all chatted shit and I'm just like asking questions I have a I'm question for you I think that's inexperience though to do with not knowing how this whole thing works they're overexcited 
That's yeah. what it is. They're which overexcited. Is, which is yeah. fucking great and fine. Their yeah. whole life is now going to change. Like as did and yeah. like, it, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. You have some amazing experiences. So don't worry about all the little minor fucking crap. People, you're not going to, not everyone is going to like you. No. Not everyone's going to get on with you. And some people are going to think you're a bit of a fucking knob. That's life. You can't then get the ump with every single person no. that goes, oh, well, he didn't make his bed. I know, it's not that deep. Like, it's not I deep. In a month's time, I'm not going to care about this and they shouldn't. So it's, we just, it's really not deep. But... Is it because I'm seeing a lot of people who haven't done like so well who are the ones who are like, yeah, I'm going to dive on this. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, I, I, I'm not seeing Molly and Zach wade in on any of this kind of stuff. I'm not seeing Jess and Sammy weigh in on any of this stuff unless I'm mistaken. Um, I think Zach was on a live last night and he was talking about me. Jesus Christ. But Mitch is stirring the pot. He went, um, oh, apparently, um, Katie said, Zach, that you're shit at basketball as well, by the way, which I never said. And then he's just winding them up. He's a basketball player. So Mitch is literally winding everyone up to be nasty about me. And I'm like, I've never even said that. Now it's actually been a bit like... It's like playground shit. You know, Mitch is my age as well. Is he? They keep calling me the pensioner, but Mitch is Fuck me if I went in there. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He'd be fucking like, dust. They call me retired in there. Bear in mind, Mitch is my age. Uzi's older than me. Leah's my age. Someone in there was 30, that Charlotte. And I'm like, why are you calling me like the old, like you're that's literally, savage. Oh, he's that's mad. Savage. I've got a question for you. What do you think about Whitney saying stuff about you in that, and like a dinner, she had like a dinner thing and she's doing a live and she was like, Katie, you're saying too much. Yeah. Saying too much. Would Whitney you say says anything? too much. So you... <laughs> that's a bit ironic. And I'm like, well, I love, by the way, I actually love that girl. Like she has so many great, like she's a great, and actually I see we're quite similar. That's why mm. we clashed a little bit in the villa. Yeah. Because we fought the same and we're quite strong opinioned and stuff. But I was like, how are you saying I'm talking too much? I was like, Whitney, you talk too but much. But do you know what? <laughs> I think it's because they're new. That's what I think. I think they're, they're excited. They're, you know, they're coming out and they're getting loads of love, right? A lot of people yeah. are getting love. But unfortunately, I feel like it's coming at the detriment of, of, of you, which, which which sucks because I think they're all seeing a bit of a wounded animal here and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to jump on this too because I want people to like me, yeah. which is a shame. And I was a little bit disappointed seeing Sorry, did you just describe Katie as a wounded animal? <laughs> That's I love how I feel. Animal. Anyway, let's move on yeah. from the fucking shit. This time you, you coupled up with... I had two couples. I was with Zach and then Uzi. Bobby pin. Oh my God, people keep calling me because I've got a little head. They're saying he's a bobby pin and I'm the bobby pin head because I've got a pea oh head. God. You're getting hammered. He's getting a hammered. But I want to say the love is outweighing the badness. Like that I get so, people were so nice to me as well. But like, I actually laugh. I'm so like thick skinned now. Like, yeah. obviously the death threats is a bit like much. Yeah. But like when people say about my appearance, I'm like, look at you, mate. Yeah, like, well. And also, you're beautiful, Katie. You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> you are still in contact with him then? Yes. So you speak every day. You speak every day. Do you wake up together? Well, he lives in Scotland. Um, I've seen him a few times since we've come out. I mean, I've only been out two weeks. Yeah. And it's been... I've been on a podcast every day. I'm joking. So, it's, you know what I mean? It's been... Um, Save the best till last. No. Honestly, like, I'm not doing any more. You're yeah. like... We're the last one, baby. We're I the only one DM, you need. I was like, I've got to come on this podcast. It's my so, fave. So, I've got a question then. This is uh, like a lack of Love Island knowledge. Yeah. Were you sharing a bed with the guy? Yeah. Right. So, when you come out and you both leave together... Mm. Do they book you in the same hotel room or do you have separate rooms? So we had the holding villa. I got dumped with um, Josh and Amber as well. So it was four of us and we had to have like security runners and that in there. So it was kind of like, I felt like I was at school a bit. They said to have separate rooms, but obviously if you choose to go in at night into the, you're, then you're an adult, you do what you yeah. want. And when you come out and you've obviously been with someone on TV like that, 
do you notice a difference in them as soon as you come out? When um, there's not a camera there and there's not that stuff. Does it get scary? People round you. Yeah, because surely... You don't even know their number. <laughs> yeah, how weird, literally. Because he went on a flight... I went on a flight back home to London. Obviously, he went And you're like, Scotland. so should we exchange but phone we numbers? we still weren't allowed our phones until we landed in um, London. So I couldn't even like swap. So I had to write on a piece of paper and give it to him. That's quite cute and romantic. That's quite cute. Um, must be quite scary, though, because you're like, God, I actually don't know this person at yeah, all. Yeah, and I was asking him, I was like, are you like... A slow texter? Are you a FaceTimer? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and what is he? A FaceTimer. I'm a voice noter. I fucking hate FaceTime. I don't like FaceTime. Do you really? like a voice note? No, you fucking. I love a, love voice, a, voice, a voice note. I like a voice note, but I'm not a oh, FaceTimer. No, I just to be honest with you, I'm not really much of a texter either. I just like just message me when you want to see me, and that'll do. I don't need good morning messages and all that. It's right on my phone. I send Pete good morning messages. Oh, I think that's really cute. Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> Just really briefly before we end this, what is coming up for you? Because you started a podcast yourself, haven't you, with um, with Joanna? Do you know how hard it is to start a podcast now? Yes, we I do. do. I very <laughs> yeah. much do know how it's hard it is. It's fucking hard. Yes. It's not actually our podcast. It's JD Women's. We're yeah. just kind of the host. We turn yeah, that. Yeah, nice. You guys are great together, though, to be fair. Oh, do you know what? I've been around for, like, obviously seven years, and she's the one girl I've met. I don't remember, I've met a lot of amazing people, but she's just such I love a Joanna. good person. I love her. Because you said this is sort of the last of your TV sort of done. You've, you've sort of, you know, this is your last roll of the dice when it comes to TV stuff. And you're like, you know what? I've, I'm closing the book on that. What's the next chapter? If, maybe not TV stuff, just maybe Love Island. Love Island stuff. What, what's the next? If yeah, you, you, if you had your... Do a, like a dating show, like, four times or something, you know, that's yeah. really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Pete did Sledge Gaudet four times. I think I watched, like, most of them. We, 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 that what, might what, be with Love Island. I got asked to do the Love Island the games in September. No, surely you've had, you've had enough, Katie. I've had enough. You've had enough for the year. I was like, I'll leave that one. So let's get back to this fucking geezer. Then, do you think that you are going to be uh, with him for the next year, like you were Scott, and then split up awkwardly, or do you, think <laughs> you are, or do you think you are just going to get rid of him soonish, or do you think it's love? What's happening? So it's still early days. Obviously, I was only coupled up in the villa for like a week or two, maybe. We've only been out two weeks. So like, we're still speaking every day. It's just like, I'm taking it really slow. Like my last experience, I moved in with Scott within a week. Mm. Moved my life to Manchester. I was 20. I was very like, ah. But now I'm very like picky. Ah. Just like jumped in with you everything. You said you fell in love with him really quick, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was mental. And it probably, yeah, yeah. Great guy, but we obviously weren't compatible. But now I'm like, obviously I'm getting older. I'm quite picky now. So I just want to like chill take my dating. time dating. Date, I'm dating the him the outside's so much different Literally, than the inside we're dating, right? and he's he's such a nice guy like he's the like so he was the nicest person and he's a beautiful man beautiful yeah. his eyes right you're both your eyes your baby's eyes would be a joke you know what actually you've got great eyes Pete. thank you darling. fucking alright I've got blue eyes as well yeah you've got great eyes we've all got blue eyes no, don't yeah, pretend yours... like you've been well, like you didn't so notice mine. Sat right next to me, so I'm just... and yours. Should I come close? <laughs> Your eyes are incredible as well, it Sam. Must... Yours are really <laughs> standard blue, though. There's different. The lengths. fuck is that? I'll yours be honest deep. with you. There's levels to blue. blue. Thank you. You know what they say. You know, deep eyes are. That's where it's at. Yours are a bit soulless and a bit vacant. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what I mean? You've like, got dog's eyes. There's not much. <laughs> You know when a dog's going re getting ready to die and it's sort of like mangy and it sort of limps. Yeah. Listen, one thing that I I have been blessed with is eyes. Other than that, I'm fucked. Yeah. So without that, I'd be fucked. So you're just going to date? Are you going to go up to Scotland? Yeah, because I've never been to Edinburgh. Oh, lovely! Really. It's great, Edinburgh's, lovely city. I really want to go to Edinburgh. Amazing. I, I know some some good bars up there. Um, George Street, Prince's Street. There's some really mm, good places. Nice. Yeah. So um, that's maybe we'll come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Katie, we're actually about to go for lunch with you. Uh, Katie's I'm accepted excited. our lunch invite. Um, I just, I just, and I'd just like to point out as well before we get onto this, Sam. Every time we have a guest on, Sam invites them all out for lunch or drinks or something else, and in 
what, I don't know, 35, 40 episodes of this show. No one's accepted. You're the first one. You're the first one. Laura Woods, we got close to a game of darts with Laura Woods. We got close to a game of darts with Laura Woods and it's never happened. But it's so nice talking to people that I've known for so long and that actually, you know, get how it is and you're good people and stuff. Do you know what, well, good people, don't have Pete is a good no, person. I've but... always loved Pete, I'm not going to lie. Oh, fuck off. I have. Oh, you got I to remember have always well. loved Pete. Me I think Ka- he's great. Me and Katie did Towie together as well. I know, that was great. Why do all the Towie people hate Pete? And I, well, because I'm an arsehole. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but you just keep it real. Katie had a lot of drama when you were on. And, I get drama everywhere. And yeah, there was a lot of drama when you came on and I was Katie's number one supporter. Yeah. Well, that I actually was your security, you was. I think. That was actually <laughs> nice. But, but that's why we wanted you on this pod because, do you know what? And, and I obviously watched Love and I work on Love and so I've kind of got to be a bit neutral. I really do believe that it's, you know, from two people who've been there, we've seen it, we've done it. Not very well. well. Not very well, obviously. We failed. But, you know, I think it's nice to maybe speak to people who've been there and, you know, you're you're a lovely person. You've literally come out, you've done a few interviews. It's not that big a fucking deal. I just think it was nice to to, to get people to say that because you deserve it. Oh, Sam, that's yeah. really nice. Thank that was you. really nice. That is actually very, very nice. I appreciate that. And you know what? This comes out the day after reunion. So we're filming this on Friday. Reunion's coming out on Sunday. Katie's eyes have widened. You obviously a bit nervous oh my god if are you was, nervous for it i'm not nervous because i can hold myself yeah. but i don't want people to put me in a light which i'm not like i'm not a nasty person and i don't want people to all gun for me that's what i don't like but, i won't want but this is the problem with this whole thing that's why i think everyone regardless even people listening to this need to just calm the fuck down i think on a lot of things because we all say stuff and we all do things based on what your opinion is but none, it's never personal never. Like, no one's actually a fucking terrible person where you genuinely hate them you don't care enough to hate people yeah it's just that's my opinion that's what it is fucking get over it and they will need to do that and if they come for you Katie then don't you worry I will get him to update me on the reunion because I'm not watching that shit but I'll get <laughs> him to update me on it and then I'll come for them all on the podcast the thank week after. you I appreciate that and I'll be at the reunion pretending that <laughs> Sam's <laughs> going to be there pretending that he hasn't slagged everyone yeah, off yeah. on today's well, episode this is the thing. do you know what's funny I mate my job is to have an opinion on the entire show yeah so like it's it's you know I'm I'm done what you've done times 30 but you have to you have to fucking give your opinion anyway that's done but oh actually I had one question for you if you were to call it what do you think is going to happen on the reunion what do you think people are going to say to you because this is obviously coming out after the day afterwards so let's see if you're right I don't know they're all saying like they've got beef with me I don't I genuinely don't even know because like I'm not even trying to play the victim like I just don't I don't know but I'll always I'll just I'll just say I said what I said move on I can't wait to watch this. I'm going to get a front row seat. So last question, just so the series that you did, obviously Alex and Olivia, because I love them, they're very good friends yeah. of mine, had a baby. They're po- possibly the best couple, I would say, to come out of They are the best couple. Other than... Um, Nathan and Cara as well. Nathan and Cara and, and... Molly and Tommy. Molly and Tommy. Who do you think is most likely, out of the couples that are together to actually have that everlasting, real, genuine love. Well, I hope they all have get married. Yeah, we all kids, hope they, then, they do, um, but fuck them. I know people are saying about Ty and Ella, but, like, I'm, like, their biggest fans, Ty and Ella, and I've seen, I've lived with them. Like, they're obsessed with each other. So you think they're the most likely, then, potentially to have that genuine, lasting love? Yeah. Like, I'll tell you why that won't work. But I don't... <laughs> it won't work, because he's never had a girlfriend I don't girlfriend think any before. of them will get married and have kids. He's never had a girlfriend before. He's, like, they are infatuated. They're actually my winners, to be fair. I shouldn't really be saying this. Did they win? No, they didn't. They came third. But yeah. I... I just think he's never had a relationship before. Kind of tough. Like, she's going to have to teach young. him. Like, she's going to have to teach him stuff. And also, if he flies off the handle, like, every time they had an argument, like, he, he doesn't compose himself very well. And, like, yeah. on the outside... But it's the composure over there. 
Yeah, that's terrible for me. They're both it? quite hot headed, which is nothing wrong with that. I am. It's just they need to like communicate yeah, well. But, but they you need a bit of that fire. A hundred percent. Oh, they've got they're passion. They've got passion. This has been a really, really, it's been a different episode, I think, of Staying Relevant. Why have you put fair. the glasses on for the end? Because I was getting <laughs> ready to so go. Weird. This has been a different episode of Staying Take Relevant. Take them off, it looks weird. It's been an episode of introspection and reflection on something that I've really enjoyed. You a fucking dictionary on the way. Yeah, well, they're the only two words I had in my head. Katie, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. I imagine this probably is going to be your last podcast as well, so it's it's an honour to be your last about the Love Island stuff anyway. And uh, catch this, well, catch uh, our podcast every Monday, wherever you get your podcast. You can watch them every Friday on YouTube, at Staying Relevant Podcast, and the socials, at Staying Relevant Podcast, as well on Instagram and TikTok. Anything else, Pete? Um, no, did you know what is weird is we used to split that. <laughs> no, you and, took and, it. and the intro, we used to split it and do different bits. You may as well just cross but, your face off. But, but now Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam's just gone straight for it himself. So, so then he comes to me at the end with he got anything to it, and all I can add is bye. <laughs> <laughs> ta-da! Ta-da! Like a magician. Ta-da! Oh, it's ta-da! It's not ta-da. Insanity Group.